With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome back. And since I rambled on for 20 minutes, I want to see if I can find any juicy comments to bring up before I go on to touch on a couple more topics and then uh, answer some questions. Well, here's one from Derwin Prosser. It's pretty simple, straight to the point. Believe in all capital letters. Exactly. Here's one from Ezra. Hey, gang, I really do believe we will be in the AFC Championship. We just got to run the ball, even if it ends up in a, in a punting affair. Well, I, I think, I mean, I think they have to, they have to fix the passing game. I mean, I think that's, you know, running the ball is great and all, but they're, they're not going to get anywhere until, unless they, uh, unless they open up that passing game and, and are more successful. Cause you know, a lot of people think you run to open up the pass, but I think in this case you have to pass to open up the run because they're, as we've talked about many times, they're, they, they're, they're so intent on taking the short passing game away that they're crowding the line of scrimmage. And the Steelers haven't, haven't really shown that they can beat that yet. So until they do, they're not going to be able to run the ball. So I think they have to try to try to open things up a bit and, and then that'll open up the running game. But that's, that's for the, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that uh, a little bit further down the road. But uh, my next topic is of course, Juju. And I forget the person's name who said they didn't want to, they would listen as long as I didn't bring that up. Well, I'm bringing it up. I'm sorry. And he, he announced on Wednesday that, that he will no longer dance on the opposing team's logo before the game. And as I mentioned in the first half of the show, when you, when you go on a three-game losing streak and you look like, dog, you know what, doing it, you open yourself up to criticism of all kinds, including the irrational stuff 
such as a player rallying up the other team by dancing on on on, on their logo. And I, I just think I'm sorry. You know me as wacky as I am with my writing. I'm a pretty practical guy, and I I just can't. Uh, you, you're never going to convince me that that's a big deal. I just I just don't think it has anything to do with anything. The Bengals can say what they want about how it riled them up, and uh, you know it, it, it affected the game somehow. And yes, Juju took a, a hard shot, but they weren't going to hit him anyway. You know, going across the middle that that kind of a, a play where <laughs> basically Ben hung him out to dry on that on that pass, that short little crossing pass. He wasn't going to get smashed anyway. I mean, come on, of course he was. You know, uh, again, you're, you're never going to convince me that that matters. It wasn't an issue until they started losing. And then it became, then it became one of the reasons why they, they started playing poorly. Um, but, you know, and people point to the past a lot and they talk about stuff that how focused these teams were and in, in, uh, preview in, in ch- during championship years. But the only reason why they say that is because those eras, those teams won. But if you think back to those glory days and, and if you want to bring up the most recent glory days of the of the uh, of the aughts, two thousands, and those two Super Bowl teams, what did Heinz Ward like to do? He liked to uh, mock the other team with their with their um, with their some of their players' uh, um, celeb- touchdown celebration dances. Like he, he used to do the uh, the, the Chad o- Ochocinco River Dance. He used to mock the uh, the dog pound and pretend like he was marking his territory after scoring a touchdown in Cleveland. He did the uh, the Terrell Owens uh, the his his uh, his touchdown celebration, you know, flapping the arms uh, in that one game against the Eagles. Uh, he used to talk all kind of trash to teams. He used to get into it all the time, and and just ne- he never he never you know shut up. Joey Porter used to get in trouble all the time for 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 his quotes in the paper. You remember that one? Uh, that one article that came out right before the divisional round playoff game against the Colts that 05 season where he said the Colts were a finesse team and that they were soft and, and, you know, and that, that, oh my, you know, that was like taboo. How dare you say that you're going to rile the other team up. You're going to get, you're going to motivate them. He used to walk around with his abs exposed before games, talking trash to anybody getting into fights. And it's funny how that never seemed to work against the Patriots and the, uh, in, in, in like the Steve McNair era Titans that never, that never seemed to, to, to work against them, but it, but it worked against it quote unquote worked against the Bengals and, and teams like that, you know? So it, 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 it did, that's not the reason why they won or lost any, any game, you know? So again, I'm a pretty practical guy and you're never gonna, you're never going to convince me that that means anything. It's just, it's, it's all nonsense to me. So, but I am glad that he, that he's going to stop doing it only because it's it's one less reason that people are going to look to one less illogical reason that people are going to look to as to why they've been struggling. So if they lose tomorrow on Sunday, which I hope they don't, but if they do, at least they can't point to that. They can point to more tangible reasons like probably turnovers or penalties or Ben's arm or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's people like when I, when I talk about this issue, I try to, I try to act diplomatic when I'm talking to other people about it. But if you really want to know the honest truth about it, I think it's nonsense. I think that kind of stuff is nonsense. I honestly do. Uh, worrying about that and using it as a reason. I'm sorry, but I just do. And that's all I want to say about that.
And then I just wanted to talk about, about uh, Kevin Green. And, and I want to talk about it in, in the sense that uh, of the, of those nineties teams. And uh, here, here's a, and what he, what he, he helped to represent, you know, cause if, if you're somebody who's my age, I'm 48, you know, Brian talked about, you know, we're, we're the same age. He's, he just turned 49. So we grew up sharing the same memories and experiences. And he talked about what Kevin Green meant to him and, and those teams and, those '90s teams meant so much to me as a fan, because uh, you know, if you're in your mid to late '40s, '50s, early '50s, then you probably don't remember much about those '70s Steelers teams. I certainly don't. I don't remember anything other than Super Bowl fourteen. So I grew up in the '80s, and and it was it was yeah they had they had their moments. They made it to an AFC Championship game. They they won a couple division titles. They made it to playoffs a few times. But other than that '89, that magical '89 run where they were. They, they snuck into the playoffs on, on basically on, uh, they needed the Vikings to win on the very, the very last regular season game. They need, they needed them to beat the Bengals to, to get in. Other than that 89 squad, the Steelers didn't, they, they were, they were, they were an average mediocre to below football team from like 85 through Chuck Knowles last year in 1991. I mean, they were, there was nothing to to be excited about with with the Steelers, and in fact, uh, by the early '90s, uh, the Penguins had sort of become the the new the new popular team in town. They won back to back Stanley Cups, and of course, people are gonna they're gonna notice that. And, and there was a, a a huge kind of revolution in the city with as far in terms of hockey. Mario Lemieux and 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 those teams really. Uh, a lot of people just turned to hockey as, as the, the, their new pastime. And of course the pirates had a, a, th- a three year run where they won the division every year. And, and they, they, they came up short in the playoffs, but, but they drew 2 million fans a year. And it, it seemed like uh, the old civic arena and the old three river stadium during baseball season, they were the places to be in three river stadium during football season, during Steelers season, not so much. So, you know, to quote uh, former president, Jimmy Carter, there was a great malaise when it came to the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in Chuck Knoll's latter years. So when, when, when Bill Cowher took over in 92, that all changed. Suddenly, you know, the magic was back. He, he brought a, a passion and emotion, uh, a new attitude. And, and it was like, uh, it, it was something that somebody like me was waiting for, for, for my whole, my whole uh, teenage years and early twenties. Actually, was I, a, was I still a teenager? I think I just turned 20. So my whole, my entire teenage years were, uh, you know, I was envious of the, of the Browns and, and the Bengals and, and, and the Oilers. They, they seemed to be to kick the Steelers butts more often than not. It was a, it was a rough time. Uh, you know, so for, for him to, to, to come here and, and sort of just change the, the, the culture of the Steelers and make them contenders again, and, and, and Kevin Green was part of that. You know, he was, he was part of that culture. Uh, he, he, brought, he brought a passion and enthusiasm, him along with, with Greg Lloyd. I mean, they cared about one thing, and that was kicking the opponent's butts and, and making sure that they respected them uh, on the field, and, and they weren't going to be doormats any longer. And it was like, uh, you know, if, if, if you were around in the 70s and you remember Jack Ham and, and Jack Lambert and, and, and Andy Russell and those, those linebackers, that's what this kind of linebacking core was with Lloyd and, uh, and, and Kevin Green, they called them quivering, quivering quake. And, and they were, they were certainly sack masters. I mean, they, they, they just, 
they just you know they got after the the, the quarterback relentlessly, kind of like what what TJ Watt and Bud Dupree were doing the last couple of years. So it was something I'll, I'll never forget, and and it, it was uh th- those th- those teams will always be special to me, and you know I'll never forget the the day that Kevin Green signed a contract with the Steelers. You know he they showed him coming during the the the, the uh the news during the, uh, the the sports segment of the news. They showed Kevin Green uh, walking into the facility with whoever, whoever was he was walking with. I can't remember. And the uh, one sports anchor said, "He kind of looks like Hulk Hogan." It might have been John Steiger. What that sounds like something he would have said. And he did. He kind of looked like Hulk Hogan. He had like uh, long hair, and I think he had a a bandana. So it was pretty cool to see a guy like that, who who I remembered with the you know for many years playing with the Rams and and. And the Rams had some decent teams in, in the uh, mid to late 80s, and, and they had to battle up the 49ers all the time uh, and just, uh, just to win the division, which they, they never did because the 49ers were so good. But, I mean, he, he to me, him being one of their, their first high-profile high free agent signings, which he was, uh, I think free agency became, came into effect in 93. And uh, just the thought of, of, of a player like that playing in Pittsburgh, that was, that was pretty cool. And it, and it helped legitimize what, the, what they were trying to do here. And uh, it was it was a great run, and it was a it was a time that I'll never forget. Even though they didn't win at all, they 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 came up short a few a few times, uh, pain, pain, painfully so, uh, a couple times in the AFC Championship game, and and of course uh, in Super Bowl Thirty, you know they just could never get over the hump. But they but that, those were some fun times. I mean, of course it it coincided with me being in my twenties, and 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 t- time seemed so much simpler for me back then, but. But they, the past always does. So I'll, I'll never forget forget those years. And Kevin Green was a huge part of it. So RIP to him and 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 uh, my condolences to his family. So that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about uh, as far as as far as Kevin Green. It was it was, it was a tragic loss, and you just never know. But uh, on that note, I, that's pretty much all I had to talk about. All I have to talk about today, and I will open things up to some questions and comments. To round out the show, here's one from Mark. Wait a minute, I bear with me. I think I, uh, I think I skipped over one. Anyway, Mark said, uh, "If we went on Sunday, then rest the starters in Week 17." And I agree. And here's one from Foragio Telly. I hope everybody got got. Dripped in in their Steelers gear this Christmas. Best believe I'm rocking new gear this Sunday. There you go. I didn't get any, but I'm 48 and a half, and I don't have any kids, so you know there's really nobody out there to buy me any any Steeler gear. But but I have old Steeler gear, and that's that's fine. And here's one from Ezra. Do we even consider going after Beast Mode? No, I don't even. It, it, he's he's done, right? He's doing commercials. I don't I don't think he's uh. He even wants to play anymore. No, I don't, I don't think that's uh, that's in the cards right now. I, I don't know what if he's even in football shape. So here's a comment from Ryan O'Toole. Loved Green and WW or WCW as a wrestler. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a he had a run uh, right around the time the Steelers were in that Super Bowl. He he. Uh, he was a, uh, I think he was a satellite member of the uh, of the hor- four horsemen, or he, he went up against the four horsemen, something like that. I think at one point he turned heel. So it, it, my my memory is kind of fuzzy, but I know he had a he had a run there as a as a wrestler. He probably could have uh, 
you probably could have uh, become a wrestler if you wanted to. I mean, he certainly had the charisma and the look and the athleticism for it. So, yeah, he definitely had a, a nice, a nice little run there. Here's one from Jared Devil about about uh, Marshawn Lynch. Lynch said he would play on a contender. Well, he could say that, but is he in shape? That's the thing. And here's here's one that I can get behind. Tony, when we win it all, I'm getting you an authentic Steeler jersey. That's from Ezra. Well, thank you, Ezra. I, I'll hold you to it. I actually only I have one uh, authentic jersey, and that's Heinz Ward. Uh, it's probably if I if I um, if I had the talent to play football, I'd probably be a lot like Heinz Ward. Uh, do a little trash talking, maybe some illegal hits every now and then, but I would always play hard. Here's one from Mark Tobin. Do you think the offense is handicapped because of Ben's limitations? If you would have asked me that a couple weeks ago, I would have said, heck no. But now I'm beginning to wonder. I don't think it's his arm. I think it might be his knee. And why they're, why they're keeping that a secret. If it is true, why they're keeping it a secret is beyond me. I, I don't know. Unless they're, unless they're uh, afraid of, of, of defenders uh, targeting, uh, targeting him. But, I mean, if there's a problem with his knee, and you can always sit him out for a week. And that's why I hope they went on Sunday. Sit him out and put and, and put in Mason Rudolph and and uh, you know he could he could uh, pick up where Landry Jones left off a few years ago the last time Pittsburgh made the playoffs uh, playing the Browns in Week 17 a, mean, a meaningless game so I do think it might be I, I do think that might be an issue but again we'll, we'll never know because because uh, for some reason as you know when it comes to certain injuries they're not they're not totally transparent you know some some they are and some they're not and. And, and, and you just never know with Ben with injuries. Sometimes it seems like he's embellishing his injuries. And sometimes it seems like they're covering up when he, when he's hurt. So it's hard to say, but I, I do think that has a, a part, something to do with it. And I also think it's a line. I think, you know, they've had some injury issues on that line and certain players aren't, aren't playing well. And Al Villanueva looked awful last week against Carl Lawson. They're down <laughs> to their uh, third stringer at, at left guard now with Matt Filer out and, and Kevin Dotson, he was hurt last week. So J.C. Hassenhauer, he played left guard. Uh, this has has not been a great year for DeCastro. I think it's, it's safe to say Pouncey's been struggling the last couple of years, and and of course uh, Shooks hasn't been playing well lately. So you know it could be it, it's limitations with him, but it also could be the line. It's hard to say. There's so many there's so many things to, that you could you could point to. That's the thing. When 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 a team starts struggling, there there are certain, there are so many areas you can point to, but uh, but Ben's physical limitations might be might be a factor. Yeah, I mean, uh, Peyton Manning, he was fine until he hit thirty nine, and that last year in twenty fifteen, he was he hit he hit the occasional good throw, but by and large, he just didn't have it anymore. So you, maybe it could be as simple as that. It could be earlier in the year he was he was going on adrenaline, you know, he was, he was uh, fresh uh, from, from having a, a year off and all the rehab uh, to get his elbow right. And all the, the, the cardio he did, the, the weight loss and everything. And maybe he, you know, he, 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 had, he enjoyed a couple of, of great months there of, uh, of uh, his old form, so to speak. And now maybe it's age is catching up to him again this late in the year. Well, I don't know. And here's another Here's one from uh, Raheem Hunt. 
against the Ravens the first time he was making up plays on the spot. I guess that's a that's an issue with the uh, coordinator. I'm not sure these 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 uh these comments fly by pretty quickly. Here's another one from Ezra. When do we decide to give Ray Ray? I'm on the McLeod more touches. Sorry, Deontay fans, but Ray Ray is the same player with better hands. I don't I don't agree with that. I think I think Deontay Johnson's a special player. I, I you know. Ray Ray has 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 uh, his athleticism. You know, he has uh, he's a great athlete and he's quick and fast and he's a really capable punt returner. At least he was earlier in the year. But I think I think Deontay Johnson's a, a much better talent, really. Uh, so I don't I don't th- I don't see him factoring in. And I and I skipped over a uh, super chat from Dave Shipley and I I, I can't find it, but I, I found it on my screen and it says it's five dollars and thank you for the five dollars, uh, Dave. Being as rest. Being as rested more than recently in a that's yeah I'm, I'm not understanding this question. Being bent being rested more than recently and some players coming back should help a lot. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I I think it, for some players it should help, but other players haven't gotten the rest. Like Ben hasn't really had any rest since. Uh, I guess since right before, I guess the bye week, really um, the 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 original bye week. But I mean, I guess it, they did get some some rest uh, in that huge period there when uh, the, the Ravens game was uh, was canceled a few or postponed a few times. And Ezra follows up special. He leads the he leads the league in third down drops. Yeah, maybe he does, but it doesn't mean he's not a special player. It just means he's a young player who's going through uh, a rough patch. But but clearly the offense is so much better when 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 he is he is productive. So what are you going to do? Are you going to put a lesser talent in there just because he's he's struggling with the drops? I mean, sometimes you got to let these young guys work through the work through their issues, and and you know. Uh, catching passes—that's something that can that can be rectified through through repetition and through through maturing as a, as a, as a player. So, you know, there isn't like a special, uh, natural, God-given talent to catching passes. I mean, maybe there is—I don't know—but it seems to me like it's something that could be. That's a learned thing. And guess what? They all have issues with drops. We've seen them all d- drop passes this year. They lead the league in drops, and they're not—they're not all by Dante Johnson. So I don't know why. I mean, people always want. They think that that you, if you, that they they think less. You know, benching a player for a lesser talent is going to make things better, and often, more often than not, it doesn't. It makes things worse. So, no, I think you have to, you have to let uh, put him in there, and you have to let him work through his issues because he is an integral part of their passing game. It's clear that that. He's the closest thing that, that they have to, to Antonio Brown in terms of, of of his physical gifts. So it's something that Ben's used to, right? I mean, he played so many years with Brown, uh, and and they 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 did some special things together. So you know, he probably wants him in there because he reminds him of Antonio Brown. So to take him out and put Ray Ray, Ray McLeod in there, who's not nearly the kind of receiver that he is, what what are you going to do with him? Uh, a bunch of end arounds and jet sweeps. I mean, with you know. Obviously, t- teams have caught on to that. So, to me, uh, Ray Ray McLeod is like, I don't know, as far as receivers in terms of actual talent, maybe uh, Darius. He's not the same kind of receiver, but maybe Darius Hayward Bay. He's, 
he's a speed guy, but nothing else. And I don't know what you, what, 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 what you could do with him unless you get, get him the ball in space. So I don't know. I, I just think he's a, he's more like a, a camp darling than anything else. And here's one from big Marv. What's good. Tony Ezra. What's up, bro. Do you think we will ever get back to, to great gameplay? I think they can. At this point, I don't, as I alluded to earlier in the show, I don't know how. And, and as I said earlier, when, when a team's in, in this kind of a funk, you often don't see the, uh, you, you often don't see the uh, silver li- or the, the, the light at the end of, of the tunnel until it's there. Sometimes you just don't, you just don't know how they're going to get out of it until they get out of it. It's like when, when, when you're in a slump in life, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn or it's often darkest before the dawn and you, and you don't see how things are going to get better until they actually do. And then you find the answer. So sometimes the, the answers aren't, aren't, aren't right there in front of our faces, but it, 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 you just have to keep grinding away. And, 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 and I guarantee you as much as we like to disparage the coaches and some of these players for a lack of focus, I guarantee you they're, they're quote unquote in the lab uh, trying to figure this thing out because they know that the season started out real, so strong. They don't want to flush another season down the toilet uh, after after starting eleven or no. That just would not. It would not look. It would not be a good look for this organization. To uh, it would not be a good look for Tomlin or Ben, anybody, to, to or, uh, Kevin Colbert. You name it. It would not be a good look for them to go eleven and zero and then just totally collapse and go one and done in the playoffs. You know, and if, and if they really collapse, if they lose out, then they're not going to win the division. Could you imagine this would be the second time in three years that they had a big lead in the division and they let it slip away. So they have to, they have to find a way they have to, they have to, to, to get their act together. Here's one from Z smooth. Should Juju be putting a timeout or has he already? I mean, what do you mean by timeout? I mean, uh, that's, a, that's the thing. What, what has he done wrong other than, other than some pregame ritual that, means nothing you know if it's if there's some kind of off the field thing or some kind of thing where he's late all the time to, to practice or, or to meetings and yeah you put him in a timeout but he's a, he's a valuable member of their passing uh attack i don't i mean no you don't put him in a timeout i mean these are professionals and and they're not going to do that he's a, he's a he's he's too valuable uh for them he's a he's a go-to guy for ben you don't put a player in. You don't. You don't discipline a player for something that silly. And I think it's. I think it's nonsense. As I said earlier, I think it's a joke. Here's one from. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, from from Raheem Hunt. If I can find it here, Minka had a pick six last season versus the Colts for like ninety yards. There you go. Uh, we can certainly use some of that magic tomorrow. Some of that Mika magic. Here's a, here's a comment from Big Marv. I really think Ben has something going on with his health, but he's trying not to show it. I hope not. I think I agree with that. I think there's something with, with his knee. Because if you look at his, a lot of his passes, he's uh, throwing off his back foot. He's, and, and he's, not, he's not following through on his, uh, on his left leg. So to, to, what that tells me is, is, is it's a knee issue. And obviously, it's not a, it's not a um, it's not an ACL issue or an MCL. You know, it's not a a, a, to- a tear as far as I know. It's probably some kind of sprain or a bruise or something. Something that might be that might be uh, helped out greatly with a week off, with two weeks off. And he doesn't practice much during during the week. 
I, I realize that, but, but, you know, one game, one game uh, in the NFL, I mean, and, and, and a lot of these guys can't even walk for three days. So I think it would benefit him greatly to sit a week. It, I think it would clear his mind. I think it would, he would, he would be able to heal up. Cause you remember the old, the old, the old Ben, like through like the early 20 teens, he was always like, I, I want to be out there with my guys, no matter what, whether they had something to play for or not. But starting with that 2016, uh, season finale against the Browns at Heinz field where they had everything wrapped up. They had just clinched the AFC North on Christmas day, a week earlier. And they're, they're, seed was set for the playoffs. They had nothing to play for. And people expected Ben to say, say, I want to, I want to be out there with my guys. But he said, no, I think I could use a break. Cause they, you know, they were a wild card or not a wild card, but they were in a wild card round. So they didn't have a buy. They were a number three seed. So he, he sat out that game and, and he sat out uh, the last game uh, a week, la- a year later against the Browns. They were, they were the number two seed. They had, they couldn't, they, they didn't, ha- they didn't have a great shot of, of, of getting a number one seed. The Patriots, had the inside track on that going into week 17. Uh, so, you know, he sat that game. So if they get, if they can wrap up the division on Sunday, I, I think a, a week off will really do him some good. And that's, uh, that's it for me today. I, uh, I, next time I see you, I, I, I know I, I don't want I, I should, I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but, but I, I have a, a, a new job and I, I'm going to be working pretty much every Saturday. So, we talked a while ago about moving the show to Friday. So I don't know if that's going to be this Friday or a future or, or a future Friday, but uh, I think that's where this show is going to be from, from now on. It's probably gonna have a different name. I wanted to let you all in on that. So it can't be Steelers Brunch with Tony anymore. If it's like at nine o'clock at night or whenever on a Friday night. So stay tuned for that. It's either going to be this coming Friday or the following Friday, but, but this is going to be my final show for, Saturday, unless we decide to do it Saturday night, I don't, I, which I don't think it's going to happen. So, but it's it's going to be on Friday. So, it was it was fun, uh, uh, hang out with you guys every every Saturday afternoon. I look forward to hanging out with you on Friday nights moving forward. So, on that note, you guys uh, enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend. Enjoy that Steeler game and uh, have a great New Year's. And go Steelers! Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.